Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Adam. Huge three-point victory for Barca at San Mamez against Ernesto Valverde and Athletic Bilbao. What a crazy game. I had a pretty long week, to be honest, and was snoozing a little bit through that uh, beginning of the second half because the team really did not play very well at all today. And then that last 10 minutes was just absolute madness. I mean, of course, with all the drama going around the uh, the Barca referee, Negrera, you know, what I think of as a false narrative created by Tebas to drum things up now that Barca are doing well and uh, to indict a personal vendetta of Tebas against Laporta. It's crazy that Gil Manzano made the big call at the end of the game to take off Inaki Williams' goal uh, thanks to a handball. And then after that, right, Bilbao just really took it to us. We had Kunde, Alonso, Ter Stegen just making massive, massive saves to end the game. They're an eke out another 1-0 victory. And as you look at, you know, what is an incredible nine-point gap in La Liga this season, if you just look out of the 14 matches Barca have won in 2023, eight have been by 1-0. Atletico Madrid, Getafe, La Real, Girona, Villarreal, Real Madrid, Valencia, and now Athletic Bilbao. And it's just, it's crazy that we keep squeaking away these 1-0 victories. I think, you know, you have to take a few different things into account here when you evaluate this team, this game, how we're playing. I mean, first of all, the the level of quality is just not good enough, right? Uh, besides, you know, maybe the Super Cup win against... Uh, Real Madrid or the game against Sevilla when you saw us pour in, you know, three plus goals and you saw some good dynamic play, of course, with Pedro and Dembele healthy at that time. There hasn't been a lot of great, brilliant football played by our team so far. Um, and, and that's really dejecting as a fan, right? Going into these games, I don't feel very excited. Not only is Lewandowski, of course, performing pretty awful since the World Cup began and, you know, missing again today, I think in like the 20th minute, too heavy of a touch on a one-on-one opportunity and not able to score goals. He just hasn't been clinical at all and hasn't been really effective in almost any regard so far uh, in 2023. And then on the other hand, I mean, we're nine points clear in the league, right? And the, not just the fact that we're winning these games, but there is definitely a mentality change amongst our team. I feel like these games, all of these one zeros, had it been, you know, a year, two, four years ago, when we had these big games, we're up 1-0, when the, when the opposing team, you know, is coming back, going at us, you always felt like Langlet, Piquet, Jordi Alba... Busquets, Sergio Roberto, one of those players would make a big mistake. Ter Stegen turning into Ter Statue. Those are the, the kind of narratives we had built up over the last few seasons in big games, whether it be in the league or, of course, in the Champions League. And this season, this team just has a different fire. And first and foremost, Marc-Andre Ter Stegen has just been insane. Probably, I would say, not just the best goalkeeper of the season in La Liga, probably the best player in La Liga this season with a huge save, uh, with a few huge saves today, again, securing us the three points. And it's not just Ter Stegen doing well, right? We have Christensen, who, of course, has been a revelation. And we just have all of our defense really uh, sticking through and not putting their heads down when, you know, we're up against a tough opposition. And that has to go a lot, I think, to Xavi uh, for, you know, infusing the team with a different mentality and mindset and one that lets them understand that we can persevere even in games when we don't have complete domination of the ball. And it also has to go to Laporta, Alemani, the rest of the board for some of these huge signings, Kunde, um, Christensen, uh, of course, you know, not necessarily a signing, but just, you know, with Javi and, and Balde and his emergence as a, you know, right starter this year, making the big decision to play him over Jordi Alba in a lot of big games. So he, he's gotten a lot of experience so far and, and has really blossomed, shut down Nico Williams throughout the game. Um, 
And so that's how I honestly feel, right? Just looking at this game, I mean, it wasn't an incredible performance, but our team pulled out an incredible victory. And it sucks. I've talked about this, you know, ad nauseum throughout the last few weeks. And, you know, you do, it's not a good feeling to exit every game with that whole, this is one of those games you have to win to win the league, right? Because in the past when we used that phrase, it was a game when we were having an off night. It was a once in a blue moon, once every two to three month game where we just, you know, had to dig deep and, and win a tight victory, uh, you know, sparingly throughout the season. Now it's like every single game is the same way where we're just fighting tooth and nail. Like I said, I think eight out of 14 victories we have so far in 2023 alone, I think 11 total 1-0 victories in La Liga this season. Um, it's just it's just incredible that, that that's what we have to keep going to. I mean, I really do think with the players we have available, we should see some better output. Again, today you have, you know, uh, Sergio Busquets assisting Rafinha like they did last week as well. That Busquets-Rafinha connection. Originally called offsides, Rafinha, you know, did what no one else on our team seems to be able to do, which is put a shot on target, right? And um, he, he scores a wonderful goal right before the halftime that really helped deflate what was a, a Bilbao performance that looked like it was going to come to at least one, if not three points for them um, through that first half. And as much as I think all of us, right, just in the same way we're talking about Barca as a team with the good and the bad, Rafinha is the same way. I think there's a lot of times in that first half in particular where, you know, fans were frustrated about his inability to dribble, to take people on one on one. But you also see what he did. He scored a goal ever since Dembele has been out. I think for the last 10 games, Dembele has like five goals and three assists, something crazy like that. And he's really putting up the numbers we need. I think we all uh, understand his potential. And so we see a gap a little bit between, you know, his current performances and what he could be. But at the end of the day, he's getting those goal contributions when we're winning so many games 1-0. And it's really been invaluable for us to have a player who's stepping up when Lewandowski's been, uh, you know, very subpar when Ferran Torres and Anzu Fati just seem to have no clue what's going on for the majority of games when Dembele and Pedri are out. And so Rafinha, I want him to do better, but I'm just so happy he has performed when we need it the most, putting in just uh, the the one goal to save us these three points. And that's that's huge. You know, looking back at it, one I, I think one big uh, concern we might have, right, is just the whole uh, idea that we put in Marcus Alonso as a sub late in the game. He really did get burned on that goal that was taken off for Bilbao. Uh, and he just I just don't believe in him at all when he gets put as a center back or really any position on that back line. And so for Xavi to sub him in late in a very tight game where we don't have much control just seemed like an error on his part. It was a game where we did not have Ronald Araujo due to suspension. So we had to start uh, Christensen and um, Kunde as the center backs here with uh, Sergio Roberto and Balde on the left and right flank. And so, you know, w when we have a week in defense, maybe it's time for us to start giving Eric Garcia some time, as much as I'm not a huge fan of his. Just seeing us continue to put Marcus Alonso on and to see him continue to make some boneheaded dispensive mistakes, to see him obviously not able to keep up with the pace with the, you know, fast Williams brothers just seemed like a misplaced opportunity for me to sub him on there. And then as well, Cassier. You know, I, I feel like every other day we say, oh, Kessier had a good performance. He's starting to warm up. And then, oh, Kessier just doesn't seem to fit in this team, doesn't have a lot of rhythm with anyone. And, you know, we're getting past the point for Kessier and for Anzu Fati where we've given them time, right? I'm not, you know, I don't want to be the guy here saying we got to sell Anzu Fati, we got to sell Kessier right now. But, I mean, we've given them a lot of time to perform in these opportunities. And I think, you know, we need to see uh, Pablo Torre get some time in the midfield, you know, possibly even... Um, 
uh, Alcaron up front, right, or as well we could see some more of uh, Ferran Torres, although he did get the start today and he has been getting more time. And Javi went back to the 4-3-3 today, which I think was the right move. You know, we've seen overall Gavi in that left wing spot proved to be kind of ineffective over the last few weeks. He seems, when he's attacking in that half space in that front left wing side with Balde attacking, that seems to work the best when we have Pedri also in the midfield, you know, uh, secured with that double pivot of Frankie Young and Busquets because Pedri is able to, you know, take the ball, uh, find incisive passes, move the ball forward, and that allows Gavi to, to play off of him a lot more, play off Lewandowski, and that makes a very potent offense. But without Pedri, without Dembele, putting Gavi up in that, you know, left wing slash four-man midfield doesn't seem to make sense. So I did agree with Javi going back to a 4-3-3 today. So let me know in the comments, what do you think? I mean, are you happy with this victory? Are you sad that we have to continue to watch, you know, a, a, a play style of Barca that doesn't seem to inspire much in any of us? Uh, do you feel like, you know, we're, we're, I'm just being a little bit too optimistic in a season of tra in transition when we don't have, um, you know, a lot of healthy players, especially for the last few weeks here? Do you think we should just be happy that we're making these Ws? Is that good enough for you? Would you mind if uh, we have another season of this type of play? Let me know. What do you think? But hey, we're nine points up. We're coming against Real Madrid in El Clasico next weekend. Thankfully, we had a few players who were one yellow card away from a suspension in that game, and none of them got one as far as I'm aware. So we have a full team with Pedri coming back. Dembele going to come back in just, I think, a week and a half to two weeks more here. So there's a lot to be excited. Hopefully, when we unlock Pedri and Dembele back into full fitness and starting them uh, week in, week out, we'll see some more beautiful football. That's, that's my hope. I hope it is yours, too. Thank you.